Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Good day to all of you, ladies and gentlemen, following us. Uh, this is Leadership Podcast, and uh, this is uh, Money Radio. Today we're discussing tourism. And uh, the topic we're discussing is how sports can drive growth in the Nigerian tourism sector. To discuss that topic with me on my right is uh, Mr. Isaac Aimori. Yeah, my pleasure to be here again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to my left here is uh, Jeremiah Emerson. Thanks for having me. Yes. The issue of sports tourism, uh, of course, where sports events are carried or are played, where sports events take place, people who love those sports come there. And when they come there, they spend money, they enjoy the places, they bring life to those places. And uh, that is sports tourism. Uh, Nigeria does have uh, potential at the state level, at the local government level, in fact, the state level and national level. So, um, people here with me are you, you are in good company, and all of you following us that we discuss this issue and trash it. Uh, so, uh, Isaac, how can sports tourism bring growth? Yes, sports tourism uh, is actually one of the fastest, if not the fastest growing uh, sector in the tourism industry. Um, all those movements that people do, travels, to go and see a World Cup event, um, Ball tennis, table tennis, you know, just name it. All those books, those trips that people do, okay, all amount to uh, sports tourism. And uh, like you rightly said, people travel, they either go by air, or they go by road, or they do uh, <laughs> boats, or depends uh, on the proximity to where the event is taking place, you know. So that is where the spending starts. So they get to these uh, events, they lodge in hotels, they spend on food, they shop, you know, they even buy tickets, yeah. you know, to uh, watch these events, okay? So it's actually a huge um, area, you know, a huge industry, sub-industry uh, in the global tourism uh, industry. So for a country like Nigeria, especially now that we are looking for how to diversify the economy. And uh, if you ask sports analysts, those who are actually following sports you know, in Nigeria, they will tell you that the major challenge we've had uh, has been the involvement of government in sports. Because uh, what we have seen over the years in Nigeria is a situation where government determines the pace of sports there are investors in, the, in, in that industry, in that sector, who do not want the government involvement. They have their own calendar. I will come back to you. Them. I will come back to you. Um, there's so much you are going to give us in that area. So, um, we talk about sports tourism. Um, of course, uh, Nigeria over the past as far as I can remember, the last time we had uh, we hosted African Nations Cup was around 2002, if I'm not making a mistake. 
That was the last time we had such a but I remember also in 1999 there was the World Youth uh, Championship. Yeah. Um, people from the world. We also have the National Sports Festival. Yes. But uh, I want us to look at this thing first of all from the local government level and then the state level. How many people attend sports events or what sports events do we have to attract crowds of people that will? bring out the money for transportation, as you mentioned, transportation, uh, food, uh, accommodation, uh, nutrition, um, you name it. Yeah. Uh, so what sports events do we have that uh, can drive attraction? Okay, um, yes, we This Lagos Marathon is an international event. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is as well as the open mm-hmm. All right, the mountain race. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, some other ones, and and it attracts uh, people coming from. How much are uh, these events? Uh, how, how, how much publicity are they giving? Uh, as uh, for me, for me, for for me to get to know about these, even though the publicity isn't that much, but. No, it's something that but at the sports, at the at the at the state level, what 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 what, what events do we have? That? Well, well, um, states have to become uh, you know very good. Very yes. good. There are no rules that say uh, that you cannot organize sporting events. Okay? Yes. In fact, what we've had the pattern we've had over the years is situation where states start something, then uh, other stakeholders will not keen into it. Okay. So even at the local government, okay, local government can create college uh, award football uh, soccer tournament, for example. So you're going to really have to give us some uh, give government some advice uh, because look, let's start. Like, let's let, let's give it this perspective. Um, during say from the end of May to the end of August in Nigeria, men. Many men are bored. I'll tell you why. <laughs> tell me why. Interesting. <laughs> the EPL is on break. That is the English Premier League. Uh, or in fact, the, the European League, they are on break. And so as a result of that, people are bored. They have nothing to... They have nothing to, to, to watch during weekends. Um, Seeing the value of, uh, because if you like it or not, uh, because of these events, the likes of DSTV, uh, that is multiple choice, yeah. they make money. Of course. That's okay. Now, uh, uh, I'm coming. Uh, because of that, uh, Nigeria Football League started sourcing sponsorship sometime. I remember uh, this man, Obaseki, Niki Obaseki. Yeah. Uh, he's that is sourcing. Yeah. yeah, they got Globacom, they got MTN at a time with the hope of popularizing this, uh, this sports event. But they think, they think them seems to have failed. The lacuna still is government. 
okay. because the private sector is here to have the space that they need. So what they, space do they need? They do not want government, you know, involvement. That is the truth. That is how sports is managed, you know, globally. The EPA you're talking about, it's not, it's not, um, um, you know, the government, it's not the UK, you know, government, for example. You see stadia that are built by clubs. Okay. Yes. That is how this, this industry can go. Okay, so I, when I, you I, talk special. about government, are you talking about state governments? Federal government. Okay, federal government. Yes. You know, um, for example, I'm, I must say this, that sport is, is more than a religion in some yes. parts of the world. Of course, yes. of course. You, you know, so <laughs> passion is there, the interest is there, it's an industry that just waits to take it. You get it? So, um, you know, we need very little or no involvement at all of so that the private sector, you know, can bring in the money, you know, uh, organize events, uh, make their money, you know, invest in youth development, build, uh, build facilities, you know, and, and bring, bring the, the best in class equipment. Okay. Then there's also another dimension to it. It's not just about money. Okay. There's also human development. Okay. You get it. So uh, sports is a social economic, uh, you know, activity. You get it. We have um, banditry now that we have. Are contending with the Nigeria, for example, and I tell you, when we have let's say a patriot of even the bandits will look forward to go and watch you know the tournament. Yes, and so tell you how, how passionate we are about you know. So, we you know, the government can also use it you know to 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 harness or harvest this talent you know and, and put them to better use than just allowing them to you know to be idle and, and take to whatever vice right. you know that uh, that is available. So, so, so that is uh, that. That point I, I need to. Um, you mentioned the structure. All the uh, you, 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 you should I say infrastructure? Um, some of these, our sports facilities are dilapidated. They are not uh, up to standard. They are not up to world standard. And I'm talking about the pitch. Yeah, some are. Dilapidated because they are largely owned by government. I want to bring your attention to recently uh, the Aisha Buhari uh, sports. Uh, yeah, When people saw the stadium, I watched the matches and uh, I watched the matches with uh, people. I'm talking about colleagues. And uh, while watching those matches, they were giving kudos to the state government who has taken over that stadium and how they no, have... No, uh, no, not the state government, actually. One individual. It's one individual. Who is that? Was behind that. Uh, okay, don't call him. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. You know, was actually the one who published that, that statement. I read it. And um, were, you know, Lawal, um, former Super Eagles coach, Austin Lego yeah. you know, they were present. You know, for that, okay. So that's to tell you how much interest, okay, that people have for sports. Just for government to say, okay, guys, do it the way this thing is done abroad, because we cannot rely on your budgets, okay. Yes. You know, to 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 run sports, and you know the the what what red tape also does. You know, the corruption, the, the, the you know layers of interest you have in the ministries, you know, and all that, okay. You know, soccer, for example, you know, can can has taken a life of its own in other parts it of has, the world. Yeah. You know, FIFA is the umbrella body, you know, the chief regulator, you know, of that of that of that of that sport. Okay. 
So government just needs to step aside so that you know the investors can, can, can do their thing. Yes, even the, the facilities we are talking about, they should they should um, um, auction them or go into PPP public private partnership Yeah, with with uh, you know with, with, with businessmen. You know, somehow uh, we were talking not long ago about the national theater. That seems that that arrangement seems to be working. That public private partnership. Uh, yes, yes. You know, um, just the scenery and uh, the coverage. Look, uh, there is uh, among the football leagues in Europe, there is a particular one that is the most popular. But in terms of quality football, in my opinion, that is not the most popular. Or because of coverage, because of. Uh, well, it's the, a matter the, of opinion, other people will disagree with you. No, of course. Uh, yeah. I think that's what the So, uh, so um, the, the 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 infrastructure, just the plain pitch. If it was just you know, when you go to a place where, as I've, I've heard people talk about how the place is taken care of. I'm talking about sweeping, basic uh, sanitation. But it's lacking in those places when you go to the restrooms. Those, those places are yeah. Because government business, so it's not mass business. business. Yeah. So you would you would agree with me that if one investor had gone to the bank yes. to take a loan to put up such a facility, of course it would not. Look at the Abuja Stadium, stadium here. Yes. That place has become yes. uh, a place yes. for breeding uh, animals. Yeah. So, so, so that is it. So we just need to, you know, create the events, create the sporting events. It can be um, inter-world, inter-senatorial uh, districts, you know, competition. Suppose we even have state leagues. Yes! State leagues. Yes. That will even, uh, yes. my, my state is winning, you know, that may even get people interested. And uh, depending on coverage, yeah. those things may be... Yeah, school sports. We used to have school sports in those institutions. Yes, we also have school sports. Headmasters Cup, you know, and all the way we were up. We had all those events. Okay, gentlemen, let's uh, take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we will talk about uh, other facilities that need to be put in place and uh, the potential for revenue generation at uh, these post-market facilities. Uh, please stay with us. We'll be back. Money Radio. Discussing the business of making and spending money. Welcome back to all of you out there in Nigeria and uh, in the diaspora. We're talking about how sporting events can generate revenue. Uh, sporting tourism, sports tourism. Uh, so, um, Let's look at some other aspects. Uh, we listeners, we may get a guest, a sports analyst, uh, with the big George later on in uh, on the show. But uh, before then, let's uh, discuss uh, one or two things. We look at uh, the infrastructure. Um, if you look at the stadium we just talked about before we went on break, for uh, example, it's not just those facilities that need to be touched, but uh, sometimes people look at how much traffic, the stress of going to attend those events and uh, talking about that kind of stress, we talk about traffic. Take for example, 
those stadia we have in uh, places like Lagos, where you get there to park your car and then after after that getting a vehicle to go to get to get back home. Talking about crowds, yeah. those things I think the right places when when uh, planning, even the planning stages, uh, stages uh, where we want to put up those structures, those kind of things into plan, so that the issue becomes less cumbersome when we tend to uh, attend those opportunities. Uh, yeah, take. But before we come, let, let's 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 invite our guest. Uh, his name is Udeme George. Uh, you're welcome, Udeme. Yeah, thank you very much. Good to be around here. Uh, I've enjoyed the discussion so far. Interesting discussion going on here, actually. Um, has to do with sport and tourism. It's it's a massive uh, revenue generation of system. But Nigeria, if you ask me, I think uh, we are yet to tap into that. Maybe we don't know, or we know, and we deliberately, or we don't have people who understand how it works. Uh, in other countries, we've seen, of course, that generating billions of dollars for countries around the world. For Nigeria, uh, the story is different, actually. But good to be here, actually. <laughs> Hello, Udebe. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're loud and clear. So, Udebe, uh, Udebe um, we're talking about the potential, uh, of course. Uh, happy, happily, you have uh, touched on that issue at your so, um, what are the potential out there, and what can I, one of our analysts says the government needs to um, divest itself of uh, the interest of sports and leave it to the private sector? What's your take? And uh, if it's the private sector that should drive this uh, potential, what does the private sector need to do? And uh, what, uh, what are the, the, the financial potential in? Uh, sports tourism for Nigeria? Yeah, yeah, great question. But but I think the first the first thing we need to, to ask uh, if the government is willing to uh, let the private sector handle it. Because we know very well, it is no doubt that if you, of course, allow the private sector to handle it, uh, they can do better uh, compared to the government. Because we've seen, just like I think your, your guests in the building, they also rightly mentioned, and you talked about the Abuja National Stadium that's becoming uh, a place uh, for, for 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 grazing. Um, I was there a couple of days ago, and apart from the the ministry walking on the the plain pitch of the Abuja, uh, the MK or Abidjan Stadium, apart from the ministry walking uh, on the plain pitch of the national stadium, um, the, the the other environment around the national stadium is an eyesore. There are grasses everywhere. Uh, it's not been taken care of. Facilities in the stadium. Are, are not taken care of and that's because of course it is in the hands of the government a couple of years ago we even had the government said uh, they want to of course to give it out sell it out because the cost of uh, maintaining the stadium was huge on the government and you you, you can't really force them uh, because um if you fail to plan then you're planning to fail because before putting on such 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 an edifice uh, you should have known the cost of maintaining such an edifice. If you know, if you know, you were not able to maintain such an edifice. So why put it out? Why put it up in the first place? There's no need of putting it up in the first place if you know you cannot maintain it. It doesn't make any economic sense. 
so 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 for nigeria i think the best thing to do hand it over to the private sector in terms of uh, sport management in nigeria but will they want to do that now for, for example look at the sport ministry it is all politicized you appoint a sport minister um, and who knows nothing about how how to run sports in the country i'm not talking about the current sport minister i'm just giving an example that's what happened in political appointments we, we, we do not put a square peg square peg in 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 in, in the hole the way it should be we're just putting people who feel, oh, he wants to be there, or he did something to the government. He was good in terms of uh, 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 in terms of uh, campaign. Let's reward him with that 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 ministry, and that doesn't help, uh, of course, uh, development of sports in Nigeria. So that's been a problem. But for me, um, you, you also rightly mentioned, for example, the Aisha Cup that just ended. It, it was interesting to watch. That was privately organised, actually, of course, by. The Nigeria Football Federation, uh, taxed by the uh, tax of course by the name of the facility uh, of the country. It, it was properly organized. We saw the beauty in it as well. But on the other ground as well, you also look at look 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 at our league in Nigeria. Is it well organized? Do we have sponsors? Is there money? Uh, I must tell you that, like for the EPL, you also mentioned generates a good number, a good number of the GDP for the UK UK government. It is not a joke. The EPL is generating massive money for the UK government. They don't joke with it at all. So, so why don't we have such? Our MPSL is on break now, and we don't know when it is going to start. Reasons why we don't know is because the organizers do not have money. They don't have money to, to kickstart the league. That's the truth. Because they're running out of cash. They don't have sponsors. And that's a serious business. And I, I also let you know that Sport tourism is one of the largest and fastest growing segments when it comes to travel, of course, and tourism industry in the world. But are we, are we keen into that? We're not doing that. People don't travel to watch MPFL games because they feel it's not also safe. The quality of games are not good enough. The games are not on TV. They're not excited about it. People travel from Nigeria to go watch the EPL in the UK. They travel to go watch the Spanish La Liga in Spain. And you know what that means to the, to the country when you, when, you, when you have such travel? But do we have that in Nigeria, even in, 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 in the local setting? How many of us travel from our different states to watch MPFL games in different states? We don't do that because it's not well organized. So we're, we're getting it all wrong until we put our legs down and of course know exactly what it can generate. Then we can put our heads together and do it. But for now, um, it, 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 it's a sad tale in Nigeria. It's just like you refer to other segments, other sectors in the country that is not working well. Sports is also one of them that is not working well. It's a money-spinning sector. It's, it spins money more than the, the oil, the oil sector. But we don't see it that way. We don't, we don't feel it's something. I'll also give you an example. Uh, when Buhari was, was, of course, campaigning for his first election in 2015, in his manifesto, there was no place for sport in Nigeria. That's a fact. I didn't hear, I didn't hear anything like that. Even in his second, second term campaign, there was nothing as well, no place for sport. So it is, it is just a mouth service. We, we, we're not giving attention and we're not going to get it right because we don't know the value of what sport tourism or what sport does to the country. All right, but in the meantime, how can we get the private sector to do more, even with um, government involvement? Because, like you rightly said, 
we don't see this government uh you know divesting its interest from 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 the sector anytime soon mm. so how do we get mm. around government um can we uh, have a policy for example that would uh, make uh you know companies to mm. uh, invest in the sector through their corporate social responsibility budget or something you know have you know they have votes Actually, you know, uh, big companies actually have budgets for CSR, knowing that if you put some mm. money down, you know, uh, for sports activity, for uh, sporting activities, you'll be able to take uh, a lot of our youths, uh, most of those that are into banditry now, mm. you know, uh, into uh, mm. very socially uh, you know, practices like sports. Can we have your thoughts on that? Mm. Okay. Yeah, uh, so to start with, who is going to generate the policy? Is it the same government that doesn't believe in what sport can do to a country? Look at the benefit of what, like for example, in sport tourism. Let's say you're hosting uh, a tournament in Abia State. It will create temporary employment for the youth of that city. The economic level of that city will also increase. There will be it will generate more income for that city. I'll give you a good example. Even though it's not sport, look at what the burial of Obi Kubana, Obi Obi Kubana's mother did to to Oba. Yeah. Oba became talk of town. It became talk of town. Now let me go to what you said. Uh, the question you asked. Accountability is a problem in Nigeria and especially in sports. If I give you one naira to invest in sports, can you show me the dividends of that one naira you invested? Can you sit back after one year and tell me, okay, Mr. Investor, I inv you invested one, one naira this is exactly what we're able to achieve with your one Naira. We'll achieve X, Y, Z with your one Naira. Then investor will be the same. Oh, you did a great job. That is still because we still have government, you know, uh, coming in. That's, that's because government is still looming very large in the sector. Mm. Mm. Hello, Dema, are you still there? Yeah, I, cannot, I, can, I didn't hear your last question. Yeah, I, say, I, I think that's because government is still looming very large in that sector. Because yeah. if government stays away, then we will be able to hold people accountable. Okay? Because some of yeah. the money that the people receive now, sometimes they actually give the money to maybe the ministry, you know, government officials or mm -hmm. something. Yeah, yeah, we know, you know, I've, I've, I've always been. Uh, can, you, can, you, can, you, can you hear me? Yes, yes, we can hear you. Yeah, I've always been an advocate of government's handsing off when it comes to sports in Nigeria. But another question is, how independent are the sports federations or sports um, uh, ministries? How independent can they be if government does not have a hand in what they're doing? How independent can they be? Uh, for example, if also head of course, uh, uh, the federation that is in charge of football in Nigeria said they're trying to be independent. They're 90% independent, but they still run to government asking for funds. If they don't have funds, they run to the government. But if the government completely takes its hands off, how can you survive it? And now it goes back to the accountability. If we give you one Naira, utilize the one Naira we gave you, so it will generate more money for you. So over time, it is not a day's job. It is not something you do in one year. Over time, it's a process. When you have this money coming in over and over, over and over again, 
a few years ago, we used to have sponsors like uh, The Glow, we have DSTV sponsoring Nigerian League, Super Sports, but now we don't have that anymore. So where have where, where has all of that gone? Because we do not we did, we did not manage it well. By now, the, the the LMC will not be waiting for money, maybe from the government, to 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 start the league because they would have been self-sufficient. But we didn't manage all of that well. So can we start now so that in the next five ten years we can be we can we can beat our chest and say, okay, government, please take your hands take your hands off sport management in Nigeria. Let's handle it ourselves and then give you money. Not taking from the government now. The government will be very excited when you give them money. Not taking from them, but now we are taking from the government, still investing in sports, and there is no return to the government. So, so who leads that campaign, man? Who leads that campaign now? Campaign for government to hands off, you know, so that private sector you know, could be. Who leads I, that I campaign? Think, I think I think we need to call on our uh, ex-internationals, of course, uh, our athletes. All of them who've done the country proud, who have who, who have names, who when, when they speak, the government listens, the country listens. But if you look at them, they have been nonchalant about it. They don't care about what happens in the sector when it comes to sports. They don't care. Right. Instead, they are very much interested in sports racing. We are running out of time. We'll, uh, mm. we'll take that all the uh, internationals, ex-internationals, they should come together, form a coalition, and lead this campaign. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, thanks. Uh, we appreciate your time and uh, your contribution. Uh, thanks, Thank uh, you. Isaac. Thank you. I've uh, been your host, Case Hammond. Uh, thanks to our producers also, and most especially thanks to you, our listeners. Uh, please be with us uh, for the next uh, edition of uh, Money Radio. Uh, we promise you another bumper edition. Stay blessed. program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.